Yeah. Welcome back, Waste of Space. This is episode number four. We got something special for you tonight. I am joined with the angriest man in the Northeast, the Cynic, and we will be doing a 2021 MLB preview. Totally unbiased, totally honest, and that's totally a lie. There's nothing better than opening day baseball. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There's a lot going on. It's really special, super exciting. Got the NHL winding down, getting close to playoffs. Football is over. NBA sucks. But get ready to start the baseball season. You get baseball every single night. I am a diehard Tampa Bay Rays fan. He is a diehard New York Yankees fan. Needless to say, our teams do not like each other very much. But what we're going to do tonight is kind of give our personal opinions on what the next year is going to look like for both our teams, and maybe we'll touch on some other teams in the league, but who gives a damn about them? The AL East, that's all that matters. Start us off. How's it going, Cynic? What's up, dude? If you notice, he sounds a hell of a lot better, almost like he's in the same room. We ditched his earbuds, got him a nice microphone. Now we actually sound semi-professional. We're almost like a AAA podcast at this point. Before we get started, all the music in this podcast you can find on my SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash techwipe. If you want to check out a couple of my albums, you can go to my Bandcamp page, techwipe.bandcamp.com. Also, I'm pleased to announce that we are affiliated now with the uh, Value Exchange, trying to get in on that podcasting 2.0 thing. So if you listen to this show, you can subscribe to it on Sphinx or uh, Breeze. Help us out. Give us a little bit of that Bitcoin action. Get us ready for the apocalypse. So we'll start out, maybe talk a little bit about the uh, the runners-up last year. New York Yankees, when I say runners-up, second fiddle to uh, to our plucky Rays. So what can you tell us? I can tell you that uh, you were actually the runners-up. I'm pretty sure that the Dodgers won the World Series. No, nah, that's not how I remember it. I, I, I can find you the pictures. There's still there's still a little bit of a blur. To me, uh, the only World Series that mattered to me was was our series against the Yankees. As far as I was concerned, you were runner up in that yeah, series. You lost the World Series. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember what what happened there. Well, you lost. It was all uh, that's the the, the jury's still out. The jury's still out on that. You you tried to be too cute and too smart, just like we were against you in 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 that series when when we started Davy Garcia and. and popped them in the first inning to put in uh J. Hap. So, you know, outsmart ourselves. That's that that's what killed the series. Well but, hey man. That's neither here nor is. there. Yeah, definitely, definitely very biased because yeah, I can't stand Tampa. I mean they're not the Red Sox, but yeah. They're not the Dodgers. Or the Giants for that because well, that's the nice thing is that 
you know, with Boston being kind of mediocre right now, you know, you guys needed a, uh, a rival. We've been pretty consistent for the last few years. You've been pretty con- consistent for the last few years. So it was inevitable the two freight trains were going to eventually collide. Yeah, but you're going to be much worse this year. Yeah, so you say. Not, yeah, a- man. Well, not after this so podcast. You, you, your mind will be changed. No, no, definitely not. I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, you know, we're, we we should be pretty good. The uh, the lineup should be interesting. It's 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 right hander heavy again, so that kind of worries me. I mean, you have Hicks as a switch, and and you know they they they're they're running with with Frazier instead of Gardner. But I mean, Sanchez is hitting the ball. He's not an auto out this year, and and you know as far as strength training goes. But who knows, man. It's going to be interesting. Severino comes back right at the break, so that should be a big pickup. Uh, so you got to wait all the way him. all the way until uh, the All Star break to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming back from Tommy John, so that should be interesting. Herman's going to be the five. Um, terrible human being, you know. I mean, the Yankees did a great job of hiding what happened with his girlfriend slash now wife. But, you know, there really wasn't a peep of what was going on, and, and nobody knows how bad it really was. So he served his suspension, and he's back. And, and you know, the other day he, he threw great. Um, the staff looks good. We'll see what Kluber does. You know, he's two years removed, and, you know, he's old. So who knows? How, how old is he now? He's got to be, like, mid-30s at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's he's on the back nine. I, I mean, they only signed him for one year and not nearly for for you know what he would have got, you know, two or three years ago. So He's been injured a lot too. Yes, yes. So, you know, we just hope that you get a, a steady out and we lost Tanaka went back to uh to Japan and you know, towards the end he he was tired and you could see it. Couldn't get the innings out of him, but um, I don't know if I ever saw Tanaka show any kind of emotion whatsoever, like not happiness, not sadness, not I mean he just looked like one level of indifference at all times. Yeah, but that's what made him great. You knew what you were gonna get. So, so I, my least favorite thing in the world was to face him for the last handful of years, you know, as a Rays fan, because you'd watch everyone else in the league light him up. Like like he was a little league pitcher, and then for some reason he just absolutely owned us. We could not figure it out. Well, that's because our two teams hate each other. I yeah, mean, you I guys mean, are truly. savages, right? So you, you you've got the savages, and we've got the stable. Well, you got the clowns. Didn't you break Judge's wrist two years ago? You throw up and in on everybody. You, you, there was a stretch where you hit a batter and like like half the games we played we only had up in, up one in, guy up in. only one guy intentionally threw only one well i'm not well not intentional o- only but, one but intentionally you put threw. him in the dirt all the time and, and you wonder why we'll stop crowding the plate dude i think cc sabathia cost himself like a half a million dollar bonus for retribution on on you guys well you don't have to fight back no no i'm pretty sure you do can't let your guys get hit it's just well, so, if you, our two teams actually hate each other like like the early two thousands Yankee Sox. The, uh, I mean, you got to look and see where our, our pitchers come from. You know, essentially they 
they were riding the bus the majority of their life, you know, we, we pick them up and give them, you know, a steak dinner and throw them out there on the mound and basically tell them to let loose. Sometimes the ball is going to go up and in. It's nah, just the way it's going to happen. It, it, it's too many up and in. You pitch in the pros. Come on now. You're getting paid to do this. Well, it's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. You do it once, and then you guys throw a hissy fit about it, and then you start paying back, and then eventually it just becomes, like I said, a self-fulfilling prophecy. It just it just keeps happening and happening until eventually, you know, Mike Brasso takes Chapman deep, and that's the end of that. Uh, okay. You want to go there, huh, pal? Hey, I'm just saying. Oh, hey, you know what? We might we might not have won the World Series last year. That's fine. I get it. You know, they were the only team in the Tampa area to not win the championship. It was some kind of crazy dream year that we had that we'll never have again in my in my regional, you know, sports love. We'll never we'll never have this special year like that again. But I will say, though, that like a couple of those moments that we had in the playoffs were just I mean, you, you couldn't ask for anything better. I mean, that's. The Brasso thing was insane because, I mean, Brasso is not a pitcher, so he didn't, have, he didn't need to have his head thrown at 100 miles an hour. So for him to get back on that was amazing. And then what we did uh, to the Dodgers in, I, I think it was game five. Um, I can't remember which game it was, but the Brett Phillips, you know, his, his, his absolute hero moment. I, I think there was, a, I, I, there was a story about that. I think one of the, the the writers was saying that before the game, he walked up to him and he was like, what are you doing? And he was like, here, l- let me sign this ball for you. He goes, because I'm going to be a hero. I love that. So he kid. gave him a signed ball. I, I, I can't remember if it was only or Kirkuchin. Did you see that story? I thought it was good. Brett Phillips, you know, he's injured right now and it makes me sad. He's not going to be in our starting lineup and he may not even really get a chance to play. Uh, because there he doesn't have any options left, um, so we can't really send him down to the minors. So he's still on our team, and I, and with him, like he finally got the opportunity to wear a number that he's been wanting to wear since high school. Because uh, we had a guy on our team that we traded this year. His name was Nate Nate Lowe. He he played for us uh, at first base every once in a while. He was he was good, but we didn't have any room for him, so we, we moved him. But he was wearing the number that Brett Phillips has wanted to wear uh, because it was like his uh, childhood friend that he played baseball with in high school that, that passed away in a, in, a, in a car accident. He'd been trying to get that number forever. And uh, we traded Nate Lowe, and he finally got a chance to have that number. So he was going to wear that this year. And then, you know, he strained his hamstring, and now no one really knows what his future is. What number is that? Uh, I, I think it's 35. I can't, I can't remember. It's in the 30s. I don't remember. Well, actually, with with your organization, it doesn't matter. You don't have too many numbers retired. No, we only the only number we have retired aside from Jackie Robinson is um, is uh, Wade Boggs, who won his championships with what team? Who cares? He got his he got his five thousandth uh, hit with us. It was a home run. Wow. I mean, he was a million years old, and he got a home run for his five thousandth hit. They still have the uh, the chair. The stadium seat that it hit, they have it labeled in the, in the stadium. Hey, you know, when you're only around, our team is now officially, this is the 23rd season. And considering that the first 10 years of it, were, we weren't just bad. We were 
really, really, really bad to the point where people were making like we had, there were jokes about us on the Simpsons. There were Jeopardy questions about how, you know, referencing just how bad the Tampa Bay Devil Rays were. You know, I mean, real bad. So when you actually consider that we've only had a 13-year existence if you take those years out. Marlins have two. Yeah, but they also had some super teams. They've also had some money. Like when they were owned by Wayne Huizinga, they had a shitload of money. And they that team that they won, that, the team that won in, um, in 1997 against the, against the Indians – they, um, I remember that year a lot, uh, really well because where I used to live in a little shithole town called Winter Haven, Florida, that was our spring training team for a few years, the Cleveland Indians, and it was during that era when they had Jim Tomey, they had uh, Albert, don't call me Joey Bell, Kenny Lofton, uh, Bayerga, the Alomar, uh, the Alomar folks, um, what's his name, Hershiser, uh, the guy that died in the in the in the boat. I can't remember what his name was, Steve something or other. Um, that was a good team, dude. They were. And so I watched that team really closely. I mean, the 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 Rays weren't a team yet. This was, you know, 97, so the Rays were, were not a team yet. Um, But the Marlins that year, they had, oh, my God, what, Bobby Bonilla. Uh, they had some other guys that were just Jeff, – Jeff Conine – what else is it? Was was Doug Drayback? Was Doug Drayback on that team? Do you remember? Doug Drayback, I think I think he was. But they had some other guys. They they were a uh, um was Sheffield? Sheffield was on that team too, wasn't he? I can't remember. I think Gary Sheffield was, but they regardless, so the Indians had an incredibly good team, but the Marlins had an incredibly good team and it was the big story of the year after they won was that uh, Wayne Huizenga basically had a fire sale and they sold all their players. And that was kind of a, like a baseball travesty, which ended up happening again when the Marlins won in 2003, when they beat you guys. Uh, they had on that team, Pudge, Pudge Rodriguez. Um, oh, who's the pitcher that the pitcher that went to, uh, that went to Boston uh, was it Barnett? What the hell was that guy's name? The one that never really recreated that year. Josh, Josh something or other. I can't remember what his name was. Not Beckett, was it? Josh Beckett. That's his name, Josh Beckett. That's right, because it was the same as the, the, the baseball card price guide. Yeah, but he's got rings what? With, with who? Just the Red Sox? Yeah, he didn't get the Dodgers there. No, he had. Uh, he was on that 2014 team. Uh, the the one that broke the curse. But I don't know. He didn't really – he wasn't much of a factor that year, though. You know who else was on that 1997 Cleveland Indians team? Was um, a very, very young Manny Ramirez. He was like a – it was his rookie year. I remember seeing him in, in spring training. That was also that – the spring training before that year, before 1997, was, was when um, Michael Jordan was trying out for the White Sox because I remember it was a huge deal when they were going to come play uh, the Indians in Winter Haven, and they're, like all the people that would never go and watch a baseball game all tried to go and watch Michael Jordan. It turned out it was a split squad game, and he wasn't even there. There were so many, <laughs> there were so many angry people. Bartolo Colon was on that team too. I'm pretty sure Bartolo Colon's been on every team 
from, you know, dating all the way back to like 1973. Well, yeah, he actually has, I'm pretty sure. Just here it's listed he was born in 1973, and we know that's not true. Oh, no, yeah, his, his, his birth certificate was faked. Yeah. Could you say was on that team? It, it caught me off guard. The the Marlins team? No, 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 no. The the ninety seven Indians. Um. So yeah, Jim Tomey, oh. Car- Carlos Baerga, uh, Sandy Alomar Jr., Roberto Alomar, um, Albert Bell. Uh, I'm pretty sure Kenny Lofton was on that team. No, no, Carlos. It was Baerga? Baerga must have left the year before. They spring trained in Winter Haven for like three years, three or four years. Baerga oh, was. Viscal, that's one of them, yeah. Omar Viscal. Bayerga, he wasn't on there? No. Hershizer was. Yeah, Hershizer. Um, Steve Olin, I think, was the guy that died. Uh, Steve Klein? No, no. You're just making up names. Talking to your mic. Oh. That's much better. Can you hear better. me now? Yep, there you go. Yeah, no, I, I, I said you're just making up names. Hey, I'm not looking at any pages or anything. I'm literally trying to pull from my incredibly cl- cloudy memory. Yeah, Very, you should probably uh, stop that. Drug, yeah, drug fogged, you know. Those, those, the years after that were kind of a blur up and, you know, there was a nice seven or eight period, year period where uh, things all kind of blend together. So the fact that I can remember any of the names is pretty good, I think. I mean, we're just kind of winging this. You know, if you want some professionals, you know, go watch Around the Horn or Well, no, I, you know, I just thought something. it would be fun to call you out because you're a Rays fan. I'm a Rays fan that at least knows a little bit about baseball. Yeah, not much. The beauty of being a Rays fan is that I know that we have no bandwagoners. Yeah, because you don't really have many real fans. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. So when I meet someone who's Actually, also a Rays fan. most of your city are bandwagon fans. Well, they're all assholes from New York or Boston or Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that where your team's moving next year, Montreal? Maybe. I hope not. But Maybe I did just Expos get through. Again? No, be the X-rays. <laughs> what do you make that look like? Just I, I a don't broken know. Bone? I never, you know, I've always wanted to, to visit Montreal, so I guess I'll have a reason. Anyways, back to uh, what we were actually doing. What uh, what else you got on the Yankees in all actuality and, and truthfulness here? Like, how how are you? Uh, what are you thinking? Well, I think I'll be good. Um, I haven't really studied the schedule, but I know we'll own own the Orioles. Um, the Red Sox might be better. Core is back, so we'll see how that goes. You guys, you lost your number one, so. But our, you, our you number one's still there. Guy, so, the uh, this is what I'm. A, I'm a little worried about Boston only because they like to do this this every other year shit now, where they, you know, they kick ass and then they go and they're terrible the next year. Yeah, they go from last to World Series. Yeah, and all it takes is a handful of trash cans. I mean, yeah, that came came over from Houston. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I'm. I don't know why it makes me angry that he still has a job. It makes me angry that AG AJ Hinch got another job. 
Dude, that was the worst part of the entire COVID thing because the, the Strohs were supposed to play at, at Yankee Stadium. So those guys got off scot-free for cheating because no team was allowed to have fans. And I hope that all the real fans out there, um, I don't know if they're playing here before I leave, but I hope people show out and start beating on trash cans because the Staten Island affiliate was was going to have uh, giving away a trash can day when they played the the the, the Astros minor league team. That's brilliant. Last year, and they canceled it. So, yeah, I hope those guys get just drummed this year. The um, yeah that that whole thing really sucked, and it sucked if you were an actual baseball fan and, and give a damn about the game, you know, because it's baseball already is having trouble getting people to watch. They're trying all these ridiculous things and, and then you got something like that happen and it just makes it even harder to get young people to watch. And then to turn around and have the Astros go all the way to the ALCS again with, with poor dusty Baker who just got thrown into it. I mean, I'm not, I don't like them at all. I'll never root for them. But I did kind of feel a little bad for Dusty Baker. He's like always the bridesmaid, but never the bride. Yeah, he's like the, the best coach that never wins. Yeah, I, w- I would have loved for him to win with another team, but not not with those assholes. And I, I, that's why whenever whenever we were playing him and Altuve had the yips, I, you, it couldn't happen to a better person. That was amazing. Yeah, man, I'm with you there. I mean, it, it's just a it, it it's it, it's rough, man. It sucks. It sucks because we had those two years of series with them, and we couldn't win. We could not win in Houston, and it just it is what it is. Well, with this upcoming baseball season, there are some things that are changing. For example, the uh, minor league system has contracted quite a bit. So there will not be nearly as many minor league teams as there were before. But the positive thing is that there is going to be a minor league season. So your guys yep. will actually, you know, your younger guys, your prospects will actually be able to uh, to get some playing time. Yeah, but I heard they're trying out some, some different things this morning on the radio on my way to work. I heard that they were contemplating or maybe it was in place that they were going to put bigger bases out there bc analytics show the bigger the base the higher the probability that you'll you'll have a getting on safe and then i heard that they're limiting uh pickoff moves to two so you only get two pickoff moves before you can pitch this is in the minor league or the major league game in the minor league but if okay. it's in the minors, they're they're going to test it out. I mean, the pitch clock was in the minors first, right? Yeah, and there's a pitch clock now, but they don't enforce it. No, they really don't. Like That's I, you can thing. see it. Like if you're in the stadium, you can see it on on the stadium walls and up in the upper decks and whatnot. But they're uh, they're not. Um, the umpires don't call anything with it. Yeah, and they should. Like the game's too slow. You were talking about losing younger listeners. I mean. It's no. strike out or home run. That's it, man. Okay. And it takes forever. This is this is where I'll 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 disagree with you on this a little bit. 
only because let's let's say all these time saving rules they added in right they, let's say they go with all of them one of them one of them being what they tried last year during the playoffs and during the regular season which was you start your extra innings with a guy on second well okay i think at most it might save about 30 minutes to to your game it might cut maybe 30 to 45 minutes off your game i'm i'm sorry but 30 to 45 minutes is not going to determine whether or not somebody becomes a fan of baseball. If you're a fan of baseball, you already don't care that about that 30 or 45 minutes you're there because you love baseball. But the fact that a game is maybe 30 or 45 minutes slower is or, or shorter, I should say, is not going to like that. I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. Yeah, but but you're older. That's why. Like to the new generation, you know, you, they, everything's based on on a click. Like why watch a game or why even go to a game if you can just look at it in Twitter for you know thirty five seconds and run the highlights? That's going, the world we're in. Going Instant to a game is it's an atmosphere thing. Like you don't go to the game just to watch the game. You go to a game because a baseball game is an atmosphere. Like you're there for the atmosphere. You know the 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 sounds, the smells. Like that's what you're there for. Yeah, but but most people aren't doing that during the regular season they're doing that in the playoffs because the playoffs it, it's a whole different ball game yankee stadium shook when i i went in, what 2017 game four of the alcs i mean shaking it's it's unlike anything you'll ever ever be a part of but i've, I've been to you know 20 30 40 just regular games and it's just you're there to watch baseball and and if they lose those people, the league won't have the money to do it. So, do you um, do you keep score? Do you keep a scorecard when you go? Nah, man. I keep a beer tally. That way, I know when it's time to stop, so I can get home safe. Well, you have to stop after the seventh inning. Yeah. So, so Yankee Stadium is great because right across the street from the stadium, if you leave in the seventh. There's a bunch of bars right across the street, so you, you kind of time it right. You're going to beat the crowd. Yeah, you get to the bar, you get your spot at the bar, and you can watch the end of the game on the television. What, uh, what, other, what other Major League Baseball parks have you been to besides Yankee Stadium? Oakland, Fenway, Baltimore. Um, hopefully I'll add D.C. to this. Not many. That'll be my retirement trip in a couple of years. It's the it's I was in um, like a financial training class not too long ago, and and we were talking about your final retirement, like when you're retired from, you know, your second career, like you're fully fully retired. You know, what kind of stuff do you want to do? Like, how much money do you want to have? And and I was thinking about it, and I was like, I want as much money as it takes to do a full. MLB season where I follow the team around like almost like a Grateful Dead tour. You know, you go city to city to city. Yeah. And now and you would, better start buying scratch-offs. Yeah. You see the Florida Lottery commercials, you can do it. You yeah. can be a winner too. That is true. I don't know. I think some wise investments. Maybe give us that Bitcoin. Let's get it started. So are yeah. you are you Yeah, are, just just like the podcast bubble, you missed that one too. 
Well, it's better to get on late than never to get on at all. So are you, are you, uh, the, the second baseman, the second base starting in, 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 in extra innings, were you for or against that? I don't know. I, I don't like it. Is it because it's like not it a purity be, thing? I So, yeah, and it kind of messes up the numbers. It messes up the stats. Because it's, it, it, it's, it's a run scored, but it doesn't affect your ERA, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, it, I, I was, I was mixed on it. I I don't want it. Period. Just because I like the purity, I like the you know games are supposed to be long. If they take forever, they take forever. That's the game. You're invested. That's what baseball is. They are uh, bringing. I, I was what I'm actually very surprised of, about is that they didn't take the opportunity to make the universal DH. They did it last year in both leagues, but. I was expecting that basically to stay, and they're going back to pitchers batting again. Well, yeah, that so that that's that's a union move. They they didn't want to give up the uh, the extra playoff games or the expanded playoffs to to get that. You know, they were going to give them something the owners wanted for free, and that doesn't make sense to me because you just what cost sixteen jobs to people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, 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 you're what, what, what's the expression? Cut your nose despite your face. Sure. Is that it? But they're clowns. So next year, like enjoy this baseball season because there won't be one next year. You don't think there'll be one period? No, there's going to, they're, they're redoing the CBA, the, 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 the players union, the owners hate each other, don't trust each other. And it's already nasty. See, I haven't been paying enough attention to that. So they're already I mean, going at each other. Think about it, though, because the, the, the players wanted to do all their games and they didn't want to do it at a prorated salary. That's that's why last year was only 60 games as opposed to, you know, whatever, because they were bickering back and forth in the media for two months before they could come to an agreement on it. So we could have had more baseball last year, but they're, they they're building up for this CBA and it's going to be ugly, man. It's going to be a bloodbath. Huh. Everybody's going to be leaking everything out there to the media to, to make their side look good. Well, I would like for there to be a baseball season next year. Yeah, man. Well, everybody's greedy, I guess. Right. This I goes mean, what, back to so the, the first time I joined you, people suck. The, you know, let's take out baseball. What's left. I mean, you're a NASCAR fan, so you've got NASCAR all year. I mean, other than that, the only other thing to watch is MLS. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I love I love soccer. You know, what's MLS? The Major League Soccer. Yeah, no, that's not a sport. Well, I mean, it's it's not very good. It's not a very good soccer league. I like watching them. I'm happy they're growing, and they are growing, and they're getting more fans every year. But it's not. If you watch, you know, European soccer or something like that. And then watch MLS. It's it's just a much much inferior product, which is sad. But it, I think it's getting better. But right now, it's it's kind of difficult to watch. Dude, it's just as boring as golf. Who watches that? I watch golf. Of course you do. But I only watch the, I only watch the majors ridiculous. though. I only watch the majors, dude. No 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 no. I mean you don't. I mean you don't really like golf anyways. But for someone like, I'm not very good at golf, but 
there's something about a Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening in a major when you got a guy walking up, you know, the 18th fairway and he's, he's got to sink like he's got to plant basically one shot and sink like one putt to win. It's, it's intense. You know, it's a little different with no fans, but now that they're getting the fans back, like I can't imagine having that much pressure on, on like one, you know, one person. And you're not, nope. you're not, you're not supporting anybody else. It's like, this is literally on you and you're battling yourself. But I mean, that's just, that's just me, but either way, it's not a replacement for baseball. You know, like if, when there's a healthy baseball season, you got something to do seven nights out of the week. You got something yeah, I watch, to watch it all the time, man. I watch it every night. Yeah. Like it's good for us single folk, you know, so we'll really like notice how alone we are when there's no baseball season. Yo, so so all my guys make fun of me because like even the West West Coast thing, like I'll DVR the game and, and you know I wake up you know five o'clock in the morning while I'm drinking my coffee I'll, I'll I'll actually watch the game on the DVR I won't even look at my phone to see what the score is that way you know I I I watch the game and see what happened before I go to work I'll I'll, I'll stay up and watch it and I'll just lose sleep. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. The game doesn't start to 10, and there's a, a possibility it won't be over to two or three. Yeah. If it gets too late, then I'll then I'll, then I'll I'll hit record, but I'll at least make an attempt to watch it. No, nah, man, I just wake up, you know, bright and early and watch it with my coffee. And you can fast forward the commercials, best part. True, true, true. You've got the, so what do you what? So we we talked about the Yankees a little bit. So you know what do you, what do you feel about your strengths and weaknesses? What what what's going to be the best part of your team this year? Is it going to be the pitching staff or is it going to be the lineup? Speed on the bases. What do we what do we got? Well, we we are we are the team of numbers, and we overachieve every year, and every year. Every off season, we make some kind of ridiculous move that everyone gets really emotional about, and it almost always ends up working out. And I've learned over the course of the last few years, never, never question the front office because whatever stupid move they look like they're making, it almost always works out. Um, so last year, you know, we finished forty and twenty, and and it's going to be a little weird to see. I mean this and this isn't this doesn't just go for the Rays. This goes for every team in the league switching from a from a a 60 to 162 game season um because it's a whole different preparation you know whole whole different everything level of stamina. So it's 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 going to be really interesting to see. Now, the elephant in the room, we did lose Blake Snell. He was you know 20 uh 2018 Cy Young Award winner. He was absolutely amazing that year. And during the playoffs last year, he, he was absolutely amazing during the playoffs. And of course, everyone knows it was the one incredibly stupid move by our manager, Kevin Cash, pulling him in game six of the World Series when we were up one to nothing. Everybody, even people who don't watch baseball, watch that 
and knew it was an incredibly stupid move. And here's the thing is like Kevin Cash, probably the best manager we've ever had. You could make the argument that Joe Madden was Joe Madden definitely instilled the culture of winning to our team, which is good. Kevin Cash took that over and he went full on into numbers, which we, we absolutely have to do as a team because we have no payroll at all. So you have to get everything you can get out of the, out of your players and you, you have nobodies. And so you have to use numbers. And so that's what he does. So we have like a full, a full-time analytics guy who basically whispers in Cash's ear and, you know, gives him the percentages and whatnot. And that's what happens. And that's unfortunately what happened in game six of the world series. And it cost us because who's to say that we couldn't have won that game one, nothing. And if we did win that game one, nothing, then game seven, we would have had Charlie Morton on the Hill and Charlie Morton in game sevens. I mean, I would bet on him every time. So we traded Blake Snell to the Padres. And um, I don't really think it's that big of a loss. And the reason why I say that, and people disagree with me, but the reason why I say it is because if you go back and you look at every other year, with the exception of his one Cy Young season, he had a very, very, very difficult time making it past the fifth inning ever. He got pulled a lot very early. Now, I know your argument is, well, all pitchers get pulled early now because of the numbers. Yeah, that's true. Pitchers don't last as long as they used to. But this guy lasted less than that on a regular. You never knew which Snell you were going to get. You know, he battled he battled some inter, you know, some uh, some injuries. And, and don't get me wrong, I hope in San Diego he does really well because I actually like San Diego. I love that city. It's the only city in in California I actually like. And I like the Padres. So it wouldn't make me upset if if he went over there and he and he did really well. I hope he did. Now we we also lost Charlie Morton. Uh, we I'm I'm actually very surprised at this. They didn't even really give him that much money of an offer, and so he went and signed with the Braves. So there went like our veteran, our crafty veteran. But if you look last year, Morton really wasn't that good last year either. We kind of won despite him and Snell. We we won because of guys like Glassnow, guys like Yarbrough, and, and just, I mean, they pulled a lot of wins out of their ass last year. But the reason we didn't win the World Series is I can't really blame that one move. That was certainly the biggest and the loudest. That was it. It, that, cha- it, changed, it changed the team's feelings. It did, but you know what? What would have been a hell of a lot better if – if we had more than one guy on our team that was getting any hits, we literally had a one man offense in the entire playoffs. And that guy's name was Randy Rosarina. That guy came out of nowhere and he had a playoff run. One of the best playoff runs in history. I mean, no one really knew what to do with him. He was hitting everything and he was literally our entire offense. Now, if we could have gotten some hits aside from him and Maybe we were up in that game in, in game six. Maybe we were up three to nothing or we were up four to nothing. Then, you know what? Cash would have left him in. Cash would have left him in. But the problem I had with that move wasn't just that, okay, I knew analytically that's what he was going to do. But why would you why would you go to the guy in Nick Anderson 
who was clearly not himself. Like he had been getting beat up every single time he went out there, but he still brought him out there. It was enough to basically say, you know, like Mookie Betts, I think, was the one that said as soon as he saw Cash coming out of the dugout to go get Blake Snell that they were basically cheering in their dugout because no one could figure Snell out, and they were bringing in a guy who everyone was hitting. And sure enough, he gave it up. Anyways, this this is hurting. This is kind of hurting hurting my brain a little bit even trying to remember it all. So I'm going to focus on the, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on the future here. So the guys that we got in the, in the Blake Snell trade, we got a catcher named uh, Mejia because we lost our backup catcher in Mikey Perez. He went back to the pirates. So our, our backup pitcher now is, is uh, Francisco Mejia. Now, this guy has only had 127 at-bats total, but he is hitting 307 in 127 at-bats, so that's not too bad. Uh, I haven't had a good look at him to see if how he is uh, defensively, but he will be backing up Mike Zanino, who is the, uh, the best defensive catcher in the league. The unfortunate part about Mike Zanino, our starting catcher, is that he can't hit for shit, and he never has. So... Mike Zanino did start to break through a little bit in the playoffs of all the people in the world who, who, who would start hitting in the playoffs. Mikey Z did, which made me really happy. I watched him for years in Seattle and I, and I root for him. So hopefully he has a good offensive year. Um, our projected starting lineup is going to be pretty close to what it was last year. Um, we are going to be missing G-Man Choi, at the beginning of the year, his knee is all jacked up. He would normally be our, our starting first baseman. Uh, so we're going to be putting Mike Brasso out there for a little bit. Uh, he's going to be mixing it up with um, – we'll have somebody else out there too, but Mikey B is going to be the one that does it mostly. Uh, Yoshi. So Yoshi will be another guy that's going to play first base with us sometimes. That's – if there's somebody that I'm looking to have a bounce back year, there's two guys on our team that I'm looking for that. The The most important one I think is Austin Meadows. Austin Meadows has nothing but potential. The guy's got power for days. He's a good outfielder, but he got, he got the COVID last year and he never really got a good rhythm started. So he, he really wasn't very good, but this year he's already hitting the ball in the spring really well. So look for Austin Meadows to be the guy that's going to have an amazing comeback year. The other guy and the the bad Rays fans are already saying, get rid of this guy, I disagree, is uh, Yoshi. Yoshi Suzugo. So we got him from Japan. And just imagine coming to America, not really knowing the language all that well, being thrust into this wacky-ass baseball season where you can't get any kind of rhythm, you got no run-up, you got nothing, and then you suck and everyone's going, why, you know, why aren't you doing what you did in Japan? Well, now he's actually got like a full spring He's had some time to relax. Um, I was just listening to uh, Chad Matola today in our spring training game. He's our hitting coach. And they were talking about how they shortened his swing up a little bit. So look for him to be a guy that might add some power as well. So him and Brazo are going to be starting at first base back and forth. 
Uh, as for the rest of us, we got uh, the second base is definitely going to be Brandon Lau. He was amazing in the regular season and absolutely disappeared in the playoffs, and that makes me sad because I actually really like, really like him a lot. He's an amazing second baseman, and uh, but he's he's a he's a, a a strikeout home run guy. Like he either strikes out or he hits a home run. It's it's one or the other. Shortstop, we're gonna have Willie Adamas. He's back. He's really good. Hopefully, he can hit a little more. You know, we already know his defense is there. Everyone's wondering whether or not Wander Franco is gonna show up. He is uh, Wander Franco is the number one overall prospect in all of baseball. He has gotten a chance to play a little bit in spring training. He had a monster shot uh, over the uh, right field wall in Port Charlotte the other day. Well, we already sent him down to the minors. He's not going to be starting. As a matter of fact, I would be surprised if he comes up and plays at all. The reason why is because he still is yet to have a single game above double A. Like he hasn't even played in double A yet. He's only, I think, 20 years old right now. Um, and they're 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 holding on to him like a like a Fabergé egg. Like it's you know it's it's nice to see him in spring, and he looks like somebody who could play right now. But no, you need to get some time in Double A. You need to get some time in Triple A. Uh, my guess is that he plays a little bit in Double A this year, and then goes right up to Triple A. And if he just looks like he's kicking ass in Triple A, then they might bring him up. But there's not really any room for him. We got infielders for days. Third base, we're going to have Yandy Diaz. He's, um, I think he'll be pretty good. He wasn't, he was injured a lot last year, so it was kind of tough for him to get. And it was really tough for anybody to get into a rhythm. If you got injured at all last year, you were screwed. Uh, but he did do okay in the, uh, in the playoffs. So I think with a full season, he'll be good. The thing with him is he's got biceps that are like Hulk Hogan biceps, but he's got no loft on the ball at all. If he could just get under the ball a little bit, he'd probably have a hell of a lot more home runs. But he's a good fielder. Got high hopes for him. People were kind of surprised that we, in the outfield that we didn't trade Kevin Kiermeyer. Me, personally, I'm very glad that we didn't. The reason why is because he is he is the face of our team right now. He's the longest, the longest tenured Ray. Um, it's kind of like with you guys and Brett Gardner. Like, he basically... He is the face of the Rays, and we have a habit of trading away the face of the Rays like we did with Evan Longoria. But with him, he even he, he said well, you it. still pay. Yeah. Two million a year. I, I love Evan, but Evan shat, you know, he shit-talked us as soon as he left, and that makes me sad. But I, I do root for him a little bit. But he he was never going to be as good as he was, and I think that's they kind of saw that, and so they got rid of him while they could. But Kiermaier is still good, you know. His hitting is 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 up and down, but I mean his fielding is still amazing, and he actually played the full year last year. Like he didn't get hurt. It's amazing what happens when you don't get hurt. That's always been his problem is he gets hurt at some point in time during the season. So look for him to be good. Uh, Randy Randy is going to be playing in uh, left, left left or right. But I'm 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 really wondering what's going to happen with him. I really hope he he just stays magical. I think they'll figure him out. But um, I, I was it's funny. I have my fantasy draft tomorrow, and I was looking at like the top fifty or so players ranked, and he's 
he's not even in there. Like he's not even in the top 50 ranked for, um, for fantasy, which is kind of surprising. We had like Brandon Lau was the highest ranking Ray and he was like in the thirties. So they're not even expecting him really to do all that much, but I, I think, I think he will. I think he is really good. I think he's the real deal. Uh, we also got Manuel Margot, who started to show some promise at the end of last year. He was one of our key guys in the playoffs. That guy can play fielding like center field like nobody's business. So he's going to be backing up Kevin Kiermeyer, and he'll be playing in, on on the corners as well. Like they, we're going to have a bunch of guys platooning and whatnot. Hey, where where was Judge in that list? Uh, actually, I'll pull it up right now and tell you. That's a good question. What picture did you send me? Oh well, that's that's your salary cap. I don't even and look no, up the numbers. And nobody on your team is under the age of twenty-four or twenty-six, rather. Yeah, I mean, we got kind of older guys. We're we're platoon, we're platoon guys, you know. We we do something with nothing really, which you know which what isn't it works. Your style. It it works for us though. It works. Yeah, but you normally have that young breed of young kids that that bring in that energy. And this year, you know, twenty four, twenty five, and and that's what's scary about where baseball is now. Twenty four, twenty five. That's not a young kid. So even Judge is kind of down. He's he's like, I'm not going to count, but it looks like he's in the, like the top twenty five. Yeah, I mean, well, he he's he's another one that's an injury waiting to happen. Well, you got a uh, you're, you're you got number three is uh dj dj's ranked yeah. number three yeah that, espn's that got a number three dude. he's a monster it goes it goes mookie trout and then dj and then tatis really? is, is uh mookie fourth is one yeah mookie's one trout's trout's two wow they got a uh, they got harper um above above judge yeah, well, Har- i mean harper harper doesn't get hurt no just Ugh, I can't stand that guy. Well, nobody can. And Tatis, he better be good this year. He just signed a big contract after last year. So there, there's a lot to do with that. I think Tatis is going to be a bust, to be honest. I think he's going to be a bust. For San Diego fans, I hope he's not. I hope he, I hope he plays somewhat well. Yeah, that's. I hope he's not too, just because, like I said, I actually like San Diego. Um, even though I can't stand Machado, but I like Tommy Pham. You know, I love Blake Snell. You know, I, I remember one of the when I was living in Seattle and drinking at a, my normal sports bar. Um, I was watching a Rays game because my buddy always put the Rays on for me, and uh, sitting there having a drink. And, and Snell's pitching. He's from Seattle, and. Uh, Turns out his parents were, were sitting there at the bar drinking with me the whole time. They had my Rays gear on, and they're like, hey, you Rays fan? Like, yeah, that's, that's my son pitching up there. I'm like, no shit. So I, I've, did, I've always did you make fun him. of him? No, not at all, man. Like, I'm home until I die. Like I, That's the thing. It's hard for me to be objective about sports because I, I'm just so much of a homer for my teams. Well, yeah, and all your teams are winning right now. Dude, this, this, this was the nexus of the universe. I'm telling you, it's never going to happen again. I hope not. And it's like it, it really is the sports gods just just shitting on Tampa because like all of our teams make it and and very 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 few people can go and watch it. Couldn't have happened to a better area. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I'm not lying. You, you say I that, mean, but you're from New York, which means you're inevitably going to retire in the Tampa area. That's just the way of the world. Well, I mean, Florida is what? God's waiting room, right? Oh, well, I'm waiting. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> nah, dude, it's too hot there. So yeah, I, we talked about... um. Dude, that's my number one Twitter follow is that Florida man guy. So oh, he's I like not just even look at Florida. his tweets. That's all the reasons for me not to move there. He's not even he's not even in Florida. I don't know. Twitter sucks. But either way, so going back to uh going back to my my team's preview here, talk about pitching a little bit. So it looks like our projected rotation uh is gonna be our opening day starter is already Tyler Glass now. Um which he is now considered our ace, which I, I I would make the argument he was our ace last year too because Charlie Morton really wasn't that good. Blake Snell really wasn't that good. Uh, so uh, Glass now was the guy. Following him, we got old slow, slow man, Central Florida boy himself, Ryan Yarborough. He is from Polk County where I grew up, so I'm always a fan of him. He maxes out at about 87 miles an hour, but people have a really difficult time hitting him. The surprise of the offseason was the return of Chris Archer. So that makes the uh, the Pirates trade from a few years ago where we got Tyler Glass now and Austin Meadows and Shane Baz from the Pirates uh, in, in exchange for Chris Archer. Well, now he's back. So really, we took all their guys and then we took the guy we sent back. Well, we're expecting him to have kind of a resurgence now that he's he's going to have a, a real pitching coach with him. Uh, we also got a couple of off-season guys here. We got Michael Waka from St. Louis. He, uh, we're expecting him to have kind of a bounce-back year too. He was really good a handful of years ago, and we also got from the from the Dodgers Rich Hill. I remember watching a game in a bar probably three years ago. I think it was where Rich Hill took a perfect game all the way until extra innings. Because, or was a no-hitter or a perfect game, I can't remember. But the problem was his offense didn't score any runs. So he's up there pitching a no-hitter, and no one on his team can score, and he ends up losing the game, which has got to be one of the most interesting things to ever happen. Also, another joke that I heard is that our pitching staff would be amazing if this was the year 2015. That might be true, but anytime we get any kind of a pitcher, I'm not worried about him because our pitching coaches have have shown to basically be the best in the league. They can turn you know anybody in, in, into into just elite pitcher, and you're wondering where the hell these people came from. It doesn't matter where they came from because they t- they spend a week or two with our pitching coaches, and. and thing is we we put them out there in situations where they they'll succeed they don't just get thrown out there like they get thrown out there in in situations where they succeed so they end up looking a lot better than they might be with another team and it's all part of that stupid analytics thing and you know you you live by it and you die by it but we're gonna have a bunch of young relievers our stable is still intact for the most part nick anderson diego castillo pete fairbanks uh, Chaz Rowe, we also uh, picked up from the Astros this year, Colin McHugh. We got Ryan Thompson. He's the he's the submariner. Uh, somebody that might fill out our starting rotation if we need a guy is Josh Fleming. 
he came out of nowhere last year and did really, really well. He's had a pretty good spring, and uh, we kept Trevor Richards. So for the most part, the stable is still intact. The uh, the ninety the ninety seveners get a T-shirt. So I'm pretty good. I, I'm pretty good uh, hopes hopes for our pitching staff. So all in all, I will say that we will not win the division. I'll just say that right now. The Yankees are already pre- projected to win the division without even I don't I don't think anyone's even given us a chance to win the division. But So I what's your over be, under? So I'm I'm thinking we're going I'm thinking we, we can we can eke out somewhere between 95 and 100 games. I think we can win between 95 and 100 games. I think you guys will be at about I don't know. I think you'll win probably about I don't know. I'll give you guys probably about 105 I'd say I give you guys about 105 wins. Give us, yeah, somewhere between 95 and 100. The only team yeah, in our division I, I, that I'm worried I, about I actually, is, is Toronto. I, dude, I, I, I think you're going to be there. I think you're going to be close. I think, I think you're a better team than a lot of people give you guys credit for. And I think a lot of people should stop being surprised that you're so good. Here's a, a funny stat that I looked at. Let me see if I can find it here. It's uh, so. Between the years of t- 2010 and 2020, so like look, look at the Atlanta Braves, they had the eighth highest win total, but they were 18th in total spending. We had the fifth highest win total, and we were 30th in spending. That's the most yeah. ridiculous thing ever. Yeah, and, and and like I said, you know, Longoria counts towards your budget, and he's two million. But but that guy Yoshi, he's seven million dollars against you, and that's a minor league contract. And I don't know how that makes sense to me. He's seven seven million. Seven million. I think I think he turns it around this year. I'd like to see some like that guy. He has he has his own theme song in Japan. Like he legit has his own theme song in Japan. Well, I mean, you know. Did he swing the bat like Sanchez did last year? Or was he better than that? I think he was better than Sanchez, but the problem was he just didn't he didn't have time to get used to major league pitching because they throw differently in Japan, you know? Like it's a whole different style. And he had no chance to get used to it and he barely played and so he never got any kind of a rhythm whatsoever. Which but the ironic thing is and the real funny thing is opening day last year, he was the only one that hit a home run. Yeah, I was gonna say, but each each hero didn't really struggle at all. He stayed consistent. Ichiro is is an anomaly. Like he, I I think he's OCD for baseball. Like I'm fairly certain that's that he is. He's got some kind of a condition. Like he, he when he goes back to Japan, he just goes. To, he he has to go to the batting cage like every single day. Like he goes every single day. Dude, he he might be one of the greatest hitters of my lifetime. He he still played spring training this year. Like he Where? had he in Seattle, he had spring training at bats this year. Really? I'm not lying, he really did. So, yeah, he he might be the second best hitter because I I I will always say for my life Tony Gwynn was the best hitter I ever got to watch play baseball. Tony Gwynn was something else. His his son kind of fizzled out a little bit, but he was yeah he he's probably the greatest hitter of all time. 
Yeah, but Pete Rose will take that. Yeah, that was a different era, and I still think... Yeah, but but that's why I said in my lifetime... True, yeah. Tony Gwynn is the best hitter I've ever seen. Well, yeah, you your lifetime is my lifetime, and I will, I will agree with that 100%. And Wade, him, Wade Boggs had the best eye. Yeah, and the best beard. I don't know why, but for some reason, like, I think my stepdad used to call him Suede Logs. I don't know why. Don't spit your beer out, buddy. Dude, that was good. <laughs> that was at the wrong time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, it's uh, it's one. Of, it's during that foggy time that I can pick out little things like that. Yeah, but I mean, so we we lived during like the golden age of baseball, though. I mean. Yeah, we saw yeah, the we, decline and we saw the resurgence. We we saw the steroids. You know, we saw the home runs. We saw you know I mean, we we saw but, but we saw a stretch shortened season. You know, Ricky Henderson, Kenny Lofton at their prime. You know, there, there there were so many great players. I mean, yeah, Ricky Henderson. I, I watched him lift that uh, lift the base when he broke that record. There you go, Cecil Fielder. I mean, I, I had, Frank I had Thomas a, is doing like hormone. Uh, hormone commercials, so that's weird. Oh, I love those commercials. Of course you do. The um, I still have somewhere. I have the upper deck card where, um, when Cecil Fielder hit fifty-one home runs, one year. I want to say it was sometime in the late eighties or the early nineties. No, it was in the nineties. Was it the nineties? Yeah. It was like it was an upper deck card, so it had to be after nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, it was ninety-one, ninety-two. That's when he had the 51? Yeah. It was somewhere in there. It was early 90s. Uh, no. Maybe closer to 94, 95. So are you worried at all about the Blue Jays? Yes. See, I don't think their pitching is there yet still. I still don't it, think it they have the pitching. It doesn't matter, man. They can hit the ball. It does matter because – they can hit the ball but, for sure, but if they can't, Bichette, they got to score Biggio, like eight to ten runs a night, though, because they've only got they've they, only got one pitcher, and that's Ryu. But they can do it. They can maybe. They are getting more mature, for sure. I mean, I like third year. Bichette is ridiculous. I don't think. I think Guerrero is going to fizzle out a little bit, though. See, I don't know about that. I think he Because will. you just got to run into one. Yeah. They're they're gonna have to score a lot though, because I don't think their pitching is gonna. I don't think it's that good. Like, I, did they add anybody to help Ryu out this year? I don't know. I, I I don't look at them. Let me see. Let me see what they're. I want to see what they're uh, projected. Dude, they're the second Tampa team this year, right? No, they're. I think they're gonna play. Are they playing in Buffalo? I again? think they're gonna play in Buffalo again. I think. I feel bad for them. Let's see. I'm really curious to what they're uh, projected. Like Ryu is going to be their opening day starter. I'm fairly certain. Let me see. So for pitchers, they are going to have. Where's their depth chart? So they got Nate Pearson, Robbie Ray, Stephen Matz, Tanner Rourke, Ross Stripling, Thomas Hatch, Trent Thornton, Anthony K, T.J. Zuch. How many of those yeah, guys yeah, can, can you even good. can you even name besides Ryu and Steven Matz? Yeah, and then I saw that the Orioles signed or, or kept Matt Harvey on. The Dark Knight? Yeah, so he's going to be pitching for Baltimore. 
Didn't he call in sick for a game because he was hungover? Didn't he legit for the I, for the Mets he playing one? golf? Yeah, it was for the Mets. Like he he yeah, he was playing golf. He legit called in sick. Like what what baseball player just calls up and he's like, yeah. I'm not feeling it today. I'm not coming into work. Well, yeah, I mean, well, dude, Kyrie Irving took the week off for for his birthday. Yeah, that's NBA. I, I don't fucking care about NBA. NBA, like, I used to love basketball so much back in the day, and it's just such an ego-driven league right now that it's it's like impossible to watch. It's just now I like watching the Knicks games because I love your color commentator. There you go. I love your color commentator, like. Was it Frazier? Oh yeah, Walt Frazier. Yeah, like I'm like the rhyming. The rhyming's amazing. You know, like yo, dude. You, if you had watched that game last night, I think they were down 17 in the third, and then came back to win the game. Give me, give me some of your best uh, Walt Frazierisms. No, come on, you got to remember no. one or two. Big yeah, slicing no. and dicing, dipping and dunking and diving. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Take a walk. You wouldn't trade him for the world, though. No, dude, he's great. It's just sometimes it's just like, all right, dude, come on. Just say he did good. Don't make some pecock <laughs> the shit up that nobody's ever heard. Tall guy makes shot. Tall guy yeah. lay up. <laughs> <laughs> that looked good. Yeah, exactly. He really sunk that basket effectively. Oh yeah, yeah no, like every every, it's like a, a, well, I don't want to say Doctor Seuss because you can't anymore. Um, nursery rhyme? I, what, where are we going here? Yeah, just uh, slicing and dicing was one that I always heard him say, like dip, moving and grooving, moving and grooving, like uh, dipping and ducking or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's got all sorts of shit. Like I wonder if he just has them all memorized, or if he ha- or if he has like a cheat sheet by him to just pull them out. Wiping and swiping. Wiping and swiping. I love it. That's 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 me every morning. <laughs> I was just thinking that. That was me before I bought the bidet. It was the wiping and swiping. Oh my god. <laughs> Coming from a guy in France, that one time at a water fountain said, "Wow, imagine if my my mouth was my ass." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was a million-dollar idea, idea, buddy, million-dollar idea. Oh, my God. Dude, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. When when I listened to to the the first episode, and you were like, yeah, this guy just was sitting there at a water fountain and went, imagine if my mouth was my ass. (laughs) Like, like, what? what? That's what what, uh, red wine. Oh, my God. Too much red wine will do to you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so I, I was talking to one of my my, my buddies, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, the 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 last one where we were complaining about people, and I, I I said the downfall of society was grocery stores." He said, "What are you talking about? How how can it be that?" And then you know, when I got the explanation, so I need you to pop more. Call me on the stupid shit I say. No, 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 no. We're we're gonna let this fly. We're gonna let this one actually. This one, I think, this one's been our best one so far because we both love the game so much and we have a lot to say about it. So there really weren't any. There's not going to be a lot of pauses in this. Are one. you wearing a Tampa Bay Devil Rays hat? Yeah. This. Do you, you do you remember when I bought this hat? You were there when I bought this hat. Where were we? So we were in we were in um, 
What was the what's the name of that gigantic ass mall in Baltimore? You're, the mall. Well, what the? It was the big. Are you sure I was there? Yes, you were because we were at that mall in Glen Burnie. You know when we were at the yard. Remember when we were in the yard in Curtis Bay. Yeah. So yeah, we, I think I think the night I flew in. I was told the server was overheating, and you were at the bar getting hammered. Well, yeah. Well, welcome to my life. So I went. I, I went to work, and I turned it off. Well, well, we were there the following year, and you were there too, and we were inside that mall. And I went into a Foot Locker, and they had, for some reason, they had this old school Tampa Bay hat with the purple bill, and the gradient. And I was like, well, hell yeah, and I bought it, and I've kept it. And I've still got it. Like, how old is that Yankees hat you're wearing? That's got to be like a, a 20 year old hat. Now, this one, this one I got uh, nine years ago, I think. That's pretty good. I mean, the bill's kind of rough, but for nine years, well, it yeah. looks pretty good. Well, no, no, it can't be that old. It's got to be seven or eight years. No, seven years. Because the dog chewed it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where you can put your fishing hook. There's no button on the top. Dog ate it. Dog ate the button. Yeah, he was a puppy. He was, I mean, he now he's a, a, a bastard. Before, he was just a little bastard. Yeah. I mean, it still looks pretty good, though, for nine years. And this is, this is nine years. This is 11, 10, 11 years. Because we were there, what, 2011 and 2012 were the years that we were there. So, because we went to the game. We went to a couple games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we were in that mall. It's that gigantic mall because they had the medieval times, and um, no Arundel. That's what it was. That's what the name of that place, Arundel Mills, the Arundel Mills Mall, because they had the 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 medieval times there. They had the big. No. They had a Buffalo Wild Wings. Now you were. I there. didn't go to the medieval times, dude. You didn't go to the medieval times, but you you went to the mall with us. You were there. I promise you. You were there. Mm. I no, I know you were. It was me, you, um, uh, Vern. Vern was with us. That was one. Uh, you were definitely there. It definitely was not. Well, either way, you were you were there in my memory. And that's all that matters. It was real well, that, to me. It was okay. real to me. Go with that. Yes. I was probably at the game. So are you gonna? Uh, are you gonna? Are they going to allow fans at Yankee Stadium at the beginning of this year? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah it ten thousand. Ten thousand max. Yeah. I well, it's like ninety something. Are you going to opening day? No, no, I'm not. I've a, I, that's next, what, Thursday? No, I can't. Is it a day game? Yeah. Can't play nights here. It's too cold. Oh, is it still too cold at night? What's the temperature at night? It depends, man. Today was 86 degrees or something like that, so no clue what it'll be tonight. Is, uh, is Cuomo going to throw out the first pitch? Here he did that. Yeah, he threw out the first pitch to his secretary. <laughs> and every other one. Yeah. Yeah, he gone. Is he going to um, allow extra senior citizen seating? Did that too. Yeah. Are they going to have the flag at half-mast? Well, he hit, he, he hit the ratings on that one, though, pal. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he goes and throws out the first pitch and then asks, you know, 
ask what the ratings were. They should have his brother throw out the first pitch. Now he's too busy getting tested. So the, the Rays are actually opening up the, the season series down here in Miami where I'm at, and I would really like to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the second and the third game. I'm not going to go to the first game. So I got to get my, my gums cut open that day. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a little yeah. difficult to get. I'm I'm curious what I'm going to do, though. Like I want to I wanna walk from the light rail station over there, and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with doing that at, at, at 6 o'clock. I'm not okay with doing that at 10 o'clock down here. It's not like Seattle where I'm not really worried about it. It's a little bit, little bit different in uh, Little Havana. Yeah, I mean, could, but maybe. I think there's going to be a lot of people there. I mean, they had to shut down Miami Beach last week because there was a they had a, they installed a, a a curfew. I think it's eight o'clock right now in Miami Beach because of the asshole spring breakers. They were blocking traffic and twerking. Yeah, dude, I can send you my fedora. You'll be good. Big cigar. I think you were there when I bought that, right? Your fedora? Yeah. I think I was too. In St. Thomas? No. No, because I didn't get to go to St. Thomas. Oh, it sucks for you. Yeah, I was very, very upset about that. It was literally right after I left. Yeah, I actually think that uh, I made a bet with somebody would get a tattoo that night. Thank God everything closed when the cruise ship left. Yeah. Well, this is uh this this is what we would like to call inside baseball as no one has any idea what the hell we're talking about. Who cares? Yeah, usually when uh when the wine starts going down and you're what beer are you drinking right now? Bud Light? Yeah. Don't they sell better beer in New York? No. What happened to uh your your love for Heineken? I got fat. Oh, and and the Bud Light keeps you from getting fat yeah, dude it's not good when you can drink an 18 pack or a case of heineken and, and and still function come on now yeah well so what uh what's your verdict give me give me your give me give me your uh your outlook for the for the division be honest um so with the yankee staff before july maybe a 600 team and then after the break if severino gets into rhythm and looks great one through five if kluber pitches well they should be a seven eight hundred team in the second half of the season and roll into the playoffs so how, San- how, how many wins how many wins do you think you get see that's hard man because they, they, they're never healthy for a full season. So I'm going to say probably about 97. 97? Yeah, it, it's somewhere in there. They're not going to win 100 games. Well, they've won 100, what, the last two, three years? So 100, 101 right there. So what do you think happens if – do you think if – you make an early exit out of the playoffs. Does does Judge keep his job? Or not Judge, I'm sorry. Does uh, um, Boone, does Boone keep his job? Yeah, yeah, he'll keep his job. Think so? Yeah, because he does what they tell him. Okay. Fair enough. So he's like, he's not in any danger of, of a hot seat whatsoever. I mean, I guess he he kind of over overachieved last year, considering all the 
shit the well, through? Not really. I mean, that's all based on the numbers. They lost based on the numbers. They lost playing analytics. True. So, so that, and that's a weird thing with baseball now. How do you fire your manager? If everything is analytics and analytics are great for 162, doesn't work in, in three, five, and seven game series. I want to know, like, baseball is so much like hockey where it comes to coaching where the, the same coaches just keep getting brought in over and over and over and over again. Like, I, I swear, in, in hockey, there's only, like, 20 coaches, and they just all rotate teams. Well, I mean, Girardi got fired because Sanchez didn't like when he called him out during the playoffs. Girardi, well, on, he, he's Only reason Girardi got fired was because he called out Sanchez, and they loved him. All right, so... Who do you who do you think is going to come out of the National League? I think San Diego will. You think San Diego will? Yeah. Not not L.A. Now San Diego added another pitcher. Um, their lineup's pretty good. I I I I think San Diego will, will be a force. You think uh, that? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of choices. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously you can you won't be wrong if you if you pull for the Dodgers or at least pick the Dodgers. I should say because see, but I think David Pier- or David Price is back, and I think that's subtraction by addition. Yeah, I don't know how he's still pitching. He probably should have given it up. I still have my Rays David Price jersey. Yeah, you should burn that. Well, I need to buy another jersey actually. Yeah, just a blank one with a number. Well, it's true. Like, kind of like how Seattle Seahawks have the fan jersey. It's really the only way to go for the Rays because anybody you love is is going to go. So there's really no point in getting any player. Dude, that's the beauty of the Yankee jersey. Yeah, you got no numbers or no uh, no names. Well, dude, so so I was trying to find a Mattingly jersey. They're like two hundred bucks. Really? I had to get the, the 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 authentic batting practice jersey. Why can't you just get a blank one and then go get number 23 put on it? Yeah. I could. But then I got to go someplace. They don't do it at the stadium? So when I go to the stadium, I go to my seat. Don't they have a store? Yeah, but there's people in there and people suck. True, true. You can go early. No. Do your does uh does Yankee Stadium do like a happy hour a couple hours before the uh game starts? Well the bars across the street do. Cause I know the when I used to go to the games at, at, at Safeco Field where Seattle plays, well it's T Mobile Park now, but at Safeco they opened the gates, I wanna say two hours before the game started. And for the first like hour while you're in there, everything is super cheap. So I wonder if Yankee Stadium does something similar to that. Really? Yeah, like a, the Safeco Field's a real, it's a real drinking man's park. It's not like Camden though, right? Two dollar Natty Bows across the street. Oh man, I love that's pickle like bar or whatever that is. Yeah, pickles. You got pickles and and sluggers. I really like that place. That's where the riots happened. The um the Freddie Gray riots was right outside there. Natty Bows is some good shit beer. That's that's some shit beer that I wish that they would have down here. 
They don't really have enough good shit beer down here. Camden Yards is probably my favorite park in the world. That's a that's just a, a good place to watch a game. So I've not been to New York New Yankee Stadium. I've not been to Old Yankee Stadium, but I have been to Camden Yards numerous times. Oh, you missed out. And I, dude, Camden Yards is a great ballpark. So I heard Old Yankee Stadium was a shithole. Well, yeah, Beast, it was old. Like if you were out in the outfield you couldn't even get around to the other part of the stadium. Like you were just stuck yeah. out there. Yeah, but it's still worth it though. Like you couldn't even, and the bars that were in the outfield area didn't even have anything more than like peanuts, cracker jacks and like one beer. Yeah. But it was the, the house that Ruth built. I'm good yeah. with that. Yeah. I mean, it had history, but it was still a shithole. Yeah. But baseball fans love history. I agree. Well, actual baseball fans do. Like, I mean, that's why Fenway Park is garbage, but it's never going to go away because it's a historic landmark at this point. Like I think it actually has like landmark status. Yeah, and that's not a great ballpark. No, that's a shithole. The two places that I really liked seeing a game that were old, <clears throat> like Camden Yards, I mean, it's old now by today's standards, and um, Wrigley. I really like going to Wrigley because that's an actual neighborhood ballpark. Like, it's just... Tenement, 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 ballpark, tenement, tenement, and then yeah. Wrigleyville outside, and you can go get the brats. Like that's a blast. I hate the Cubs, but that's a blast. Yep. Then Seattle and 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 um and Denver, like the Coors Field. I've been to Coors Field actually when I was a kid, right when it opened. So Cor- I forgot about that one. Coors Field and and Safeco Field in Seattle or Team Old Park or whatever, they're essentially identical. Like they're yeah. identical, the same, the same architect made it. So, so it's, they, they were what? 98. Uh, which one? The Rockies. They started the same year as the uh, Marlins. So 91. No, they could have been 91. Yeah. They came in with the Marlins in 91. No, it's not 91. It's 91 or 93. Somewhere. One of those is 91 or 93. I'm fairly certain it's 91. I remember because I was still playing little league baseball when they became a team. I'm fairly certain, but but see, they when they started though, they didn't like they didn't open. They opened Coors Field in like I want to say the late '90s. So like I think '98 is when Coors Field opened because they were originally playing in uh, Mile High Stadium where the Broncos play. I'm pretty sure. '93. '93. Okay. Yeah. So they they announced the team I guess in '91 or '92, and then became a team in. 93 and then Tampa was 98. We came in with the uh we came in with the Diamondbacks. Really? Yeah, so we came in with the Diamondbacks and then Florida and um Colorado was b- b- right before that. Uh, I like Coors Field a lot. Petco Park in C- in San Diego is amazing. That's in a great part of town. That is an awesome ballpark. I would have liked to have gone back there a few more times see i thought it was later i have a baseball signed by by one year's rockies team and and what made it notable was uh charlie hayes was on the team and he's the one that caught the ball in 96 to win the world series oh shit yeah i've been a um 
I did see one Yankees Rays series. I take it back. I saw one Yankees Red Sox series in 1991. I saw one in 90, uh, 1990. No, wait. No, it was 91 and 92. I saw the Yankees and Red Sox play at Fenway because when I was a little kid, before the Rays were a team, I was a massive Don Mattingly fan like you. And yeah, I was so, going to say, that was that was a big year for him. And uh, who else was on your team? Was, um, uh, Winfield. Dave Winfield, Roberto Roberto Kelly. Yep, I think uh, Paul, Steve Paul, Sachs. Uh, Steve Sachs, Paul O'Neill. Yep, and no, O'Neill wasn't there yet. He was still with the Reds. Andy Stankiewicz, uh I think Randy Velarde was on that team. I got somebody's autograph, a pitcher. Like I think it was a relief pitcher, but I can't. I don't remember who, for the life of me who it was. They just they thought it was really cool. Because we he was out in the bullpen, and I had a Yankees hat, and I I had fishing line, and I lowered the hat down into the bullpen with fishing line. And for some reason, all the people in the bullpen were really impressed that this little kid was lowering down a hat with fishing line to get an autograph. Makes perfect sense. You were always a nerd. Well, whatever. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I have no That's idea. Awesome, whatever. I have no idea what the hell happened to that hat. I wouldn't want it now, even if I still had it, just because I hate, I hate the Yankees so much. Well, obviously you're a Yankees fan, so now you're a fraud. No, I was a Don Mattingly fan. I was not a Yankees fan. See, so the new generation, right? You're a players fan, right? Yeah. I'm a Yankees fan. I'm not a, like, Don Mattingly was my favorite player for the Yankees, but if he had gotten traded, I wouldn't watch him anymore. Right. I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah. I mean, you are a New Yorker. You're a Yankees fan. Well, yeah, so so one of the guys that works for me today, you know, he, he talks a lot of shit. He goes, oh, I'm a big, big uh, Miami Heat fan, Heat fan, Heat fan. So he's getting ready to go home, and he's wearing a, a Lakers shirt from last year's championship team. And I go, you're, you're – The team that beat a, the Heat? Yeah. I go, you're a Heat fan. So, oh, I'm a Le- LeBron fan. Oh, fuck LeBron. Fuck LeBron. Yo, I give him props, dude. He's really that good, and he's a great person. No, he's not a great person. Well, he donates. He does all that stuff. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Okay, he does. You gotta give he him does. his due. Like, no, like I don't no, care. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. And this is at the risk of getting uh, making a non-political um, podcast into a right, mild, mildly political one. Go for it. This is what this is what made me incredibly angry about him this past year. I was I was lukewarm on him before. Like, I was like, take him or leave him. Yeah, okay, he's one of the greatest best basketball players of all time. Sure, great, who cares? But when the whole George Floyd thing kicked off last year, right, This so you got to think of how much reach and how much influence a guy like LeBron James has, anything he says, right? So an entire generation of kids and a lot of adults are going to take what he says and go, oh, man, that's that's the way, that's what it is. Well, he, I want to say he made a tweet or he made, he made a statement where he basically said that he said he said that police were literally hunting black people. Like he said that. He's like police are literally hunting black people. 
It's like, okay, I understand it was an emotional moment for the country. A lot of people got really, you know, really, really upset about that. It's understandable in certain ways. Sure, I get it. But I'm sorry, when you have that much reach and you have that much influence, you can't say something as incredibly fucking stupid as that. I'm sorry, that's fucking stupid and you shouldn't say it. Call me racist all you want. I don't care. That's fucking stupid and you shouldn't say it. Another thing is the NBA's relationship with China right now. Like, I want to say it was the owner of the Rockets. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, that one that one bothered me. So it he's saying a, like you should you should GM keep it to yourself. Was it the? I thought it was somebody with. Was a, I thought it was somebody no, with the it, Rockets. I thought it was the Rockets. No. Oh but, yeah, it was. It was the GM of the Rockets. So like he yeah. he had the free Hong Kong shirt, or he had he had the message for free yeah, Hong no, Kong. Yeah, no, he he drew his line based on money. Yeah, because because like uh, Mark Cuban, the asshole said. He's like, oh, you know, the NBA is huge in Japan. Like, they buy sneakers, too, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's what makes that – you know what? That soured me on LeBron right then and there. I was I – was Yeah, no, that, 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 was a, that, that, was, that was bad, dude. That was real bad because he goes, oh, I, I don't know the situation there, and I can't speak about it in an educated fashion. No, motherfucker. Those guys are buying all your shit. That's why you're not saying it. Yeah, like that that money contract with China is what put the NBA over the top. Yeah, that's so yeah, he's good and sure, he does a lot of charity, he does a lot of things, but sometimes it's like okay, you need to not say things. There's certain things that you need to not say, and that's those are some of well, the Well, no, 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 no. Be consistent on your views. Don't move your views based on who gives you the most money. Yeah, so sorry for that little outburst, but that, to me, like that soured me on LeBron going forward because it's like you have a lot of influence. A lot of people hang on every word that you say. And so if you're going to come out and say some incredibly stupid shit like that and then just pour gasoline on a fire and then walk away, you know, with your gazillion dollars that you have. Sorry. Like I, I don't respect you. Like I'm, and the, like the girl I was just, I was just dating a little bit ago before it all blew up. The one that was an incredibly, incredibly liberal person, which, you know, hey, that's fine. I'm not personally, I'm a libertarian, but you know, I tried my, my damnedest to be open-minded to make it work. She was like a diehard LeBron James. Like that was who she would pick as a role model for people. And I, just had to kind of keep my mouth shut about it because I was like, like, I'm, you know, if you respect the hell out of the guy, you know, you're buying his, his autobiography for your, your nieces and nephews and whatever, like, okay, fine. Who cares? But I'm just going to tell you me personally, that one thing and the two things, you know, if you add in the China thing, those two things, just you're, you're done to me. Like I'm, I have no desire to ever follow you ever again. And and it just, it works because I don't watch NBA anymore. So it's no skin off my ass anyways. Yeah, the China one bothered me. The China one really bothered me. Um, the other one, I don't know. I I didn't grow up in some of these neighborhoods, and I know a lot of people that, that, that did, and that's that's a true feeling. Yeah. So a lot of the kids that have worked for me in the past or, you know, work for me now, like in those neighborhoods, that's what it is. Right. As 
irresponsible as it might sound or not, that's how they feel. Right. So I, 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 I don't really have anything to say on that. The, the China thing is bad, dude. The China thing just blows my mind. It's absolutely the worst thing I've ever heard anybody say. Yo, you want you want to be a freedom fighter? You want to speak for your cause? Don't choose your cause. Speak the whole way. Right. Well, you heard the alarm, folks, which is uh, the cynic's dog who is uh, Holy barking for crap. some for some food. He's uh, it is uh, Buddy's dinner time. No, he's just being a jerk. Stop. <laughs> Well, he didn't realize that uh, that his, his his owner was a famous podcaster. Yeah, yeah, we're not famous, dude. I promise. Well, we won't be after this one. Yeah, and we're not getting <laughs> any money through Bitcoin either. So that was a good idea. I like it. Not going to happen. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, you got any closing thoughts on your season? So you got, we we covered a little bit of the National League. We definitely covered. Um, you know, our sides of the American league. Yeah, no, we're, we're world series or bust. I mean, I definitely want to beat you and the Red Sox, but who do you, who do you see coming out of uh, the central and the West? Oh, who knows? Who cares about them? We're doing regional this year, pal. Yeah. 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 Uh, Why waste the time looking at those guys? True. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know. I, I would say probably uh, Minnesota and um, uh, maybe L.A. Yeah, man, and and the the Nationals got better, the Phillies got better, the Mets got better. What's going to come out of there? I think the Marlins are going to take that division. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to come out of nowhere because they have really good young pitching. I like uh, it. I think I think they uh, I think they surprise. I mean the obvious I think the obvious answer out of the East is uh, is uh, is the um, Braves, but uh, honestly I think I think the Marlins kind of surprise everybody. Okay, I like I just, it. I just don't want them to start doing it until after the first series. I like it. Well, and uh, I have no idea about that. Ho- hopefully the uh, maybe the Brewers, maybe the Brewers yeah, in the NL Central. Dude, it's amazing because baseball is a regional sports. Well, it's a regional sport because outside your division, who cares? True. What is the 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 playoffs this year? It's not the extended. It's back to normal, right? Yeah. No, the 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 players union put it down on it. So it's back to just the the one wild card playing game, and then your division winners, and that's it. Yeah, just like the universal DH. They cost 15 guys or 16 guys jobs. Huh. Fair enough. Won't be a season next year, so enjoy it this year. So, uh, funny story, since Tyler Glass now is going to be our opening day starter, he wanted to get some uh he wanted to get some 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 batting time in spring training. So he sent Kevin Cash, our manager, he sent him a text message and he goes, Hey, do you mind if I get in the game pinch hitting? I want to get a couple of at bats in since, you know, we're going to be playing that first game in, in, in Miami. So I'm going to have to hit. And uh, Kevin Cash texted him back, wrong number. <laughs> that is good. So all, it's, it's pretty famous at this point with Kevin Cash. Like whenever we play a National League team in a National League park, he, he tells our pitchers to go up there. And just put the bat on their shoulders and stand. Like that's good. Don't even swing. 
He's like, that's don't one out. Don't even. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Don't because you're you're risking, you know, you're risking pull, injury. Pulling an oblique. Yeah. It's like you could do anything up there. He's like, I don't even want you to swing the bat. I just want you to go there and and just watch the ball go by. Yeah. That's why whenever you walk a raised pitcher, you, you know, you've got to be the worst, the worst pitcher in the world. Yep. But. But. I don't know. Oh, well, man. Well, we're going to wrap this thing up here. We've actually, uh, this is our longest episode yet. I think by now everyone's already tuned out anyways. But uh, we will be back sometime here soon to complain about your everyday bullshit yet again. So for the cynic, I am Tech Wipe. You can uh, find my music again at techwipe.com slash, actually scratch that, I'm drunk. SoundCloud.com forward slash TechWipe. Uh, Bandcamp page is uh, TechWipe.Bandcamp.com. Hey, if you want to talk to the show, you can. You can email me at uh, TechWipe, T-E-C-H-W-I-P-E, at ProtonMail.com. We will see you next time.